When we hear these things, we see a godly Kabbalist who reached every world, every degree, in 125 degrees, and we are happy. Is this so? You need to ask yourself. Why are you asking me? I'll do what you say. We are reading in the writings of Bala Sulam the article You Have Made Me in Behind and Before. The study material is on the Arvut system and Srivatava. You can send questions through the sites as well. You have made me in behind and before in the writings of Bala Sulam. You have made me in behind and before, meaning the revelation and concealment of the face of the Creator. This is because indeed His kingdom rules over all, and everything will return to its root because there is no place vacant of Him. But the difference is in the present or the future. Because one who connects the two worlds discovers his clothing in the present. That everything that is done is a clothing for the revelation of the Shekhinah, divinity. This is deemed the present, meaning that now, too, he comes out in royal attire and evidently shows that the rider is not subordinate to the horse. But although it seemingly appears that the horse leads its rider, the truth is that the horse is provoked to any movement only by the sensation of the rider's bridle and headstall. This is called the construction of the stature of the Shekhinah, and it is also called face-to-face. Is that clear? Here you can ask. Well, clear. Next. But one who has not yet come to dedicate all his movements you want to ask? So lift your hands. What does it mean that the rider is not subordinate to the horse? Who's the horse? The horse takes the rider. The rider is up there. The horse serves him. How can it be that there's equality between them? There's no equality. So again, what is the rider? Subordinate to the horse. The rider is not subordinate to the horse. Right, so... That what seems to us... 
that the horse is the one leading the way, but he is taking his commands from the one riding him. So it seems like the value of the rider compared to the rider of the horse, there, there's comparison between them. Yes, the rider is not subordinate to the horse. Why does he even mention it? Because every child knows that the rider is not subordinate to the horse. But we're speaking about the Creator and the created being. Exactly. That's the question. What is in this point that the rider is not subordinate to the horse? That if it seems to us that we are conducting the world, so that's not right. The Creator is conducting the world, and we need to keep His commandments. According to what he says, the the reins and the whip and Ken. This is one who is rewarded with connecting two worlds, present and future, re- discovers his clothing in the present. What does it mean to connect the two worlds? What two worlds do we need to connect? But they're connected to one another. The past, the present, the future, they are all connected to one another, and they are all conducted by the rider, which is the creator. And the horse, which is the created being, hears all the commandments of the rider. What does it mean to connect present and future, to see the future in the present, to depict the cause and consequence, to understand the present. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. You can delve into this paragraph. What is the advantage in the concealment? Revealing, that's the goal, obviously. What What do you gain by the concealment? Well, let's continue the article and see. Why did he do it that way? We'll see. It seems like it's vital, essential to have the concealment. Why? I guess it's for our benefit. I don't know. I'm asking the question as you are. But it's clear that there's a creator and a created being. And the creator conducts the created beings. And the created beings need to attain that the creator is riding above them. And that they need to agree with that, understand it, attain it, and to want it. Okay. Yeah. At the end of the paragraph, it says, this is called face-to-face. Yes. Does the horse, the horse feels a bridle when you pull it. But we are not feeling the greatest bridle. We have to reach that, 
that all of the commands of the Creator, from the smallest to the greatest, we will feel them all and accept it and respond to it correctly. So, face-to-face is still not the state of humanity today. No, obviously not. We have to attain it through posterior, posterior, and posterior, face to posterior, posterior to face, and then face to face. Thank you. Okay. What? I want to ask about the rider and the horse. Every degree has the feeling of its upper one. Like a baby feels its mother. She's the upper one. All this abundance and its vitality come from there. And it's likewise in every situation. But here there needs to be a feeling that there's uh, some higher uh, rider above everything. How does a person get some idea, some knowledge about something that is beyond what he can perceive. I guess that his perception changes and that he feels that there's something above. Based on what can he um, have this feeling? From within his own feeling that he feels, he starts feeling that there is an upper force and he is conducting him, turning him around, taking him from place to place, from side to side, from degree to degree. And that is called riding him. And he needs to be, whether he wants it or not, but he is like the horse compared to him. That all in all, he has his role as being the horse compared to the rider. Should a person feel that he has a duty toward the Creator, that he has to work for the sake of the Creator, that he has some vocation? Of course, of course. What is the work? I don't know what the work is yet, but I agree. It starts from me agreeing. So like the horse uh, goes out, he doesn't know where he's riding, but it agrees to accept the commandments of the rider and uh, move forward? Yes. Before you jump on the horse, you don't have a meeting with him. Where are we now going to go, run? What's gonna, what are we going to get from this? You don't ask him that. He knows. He has to listen to your commands. That's how you, towards the Creator. That's You have to reach that. That's called face-to-face, that connection. Okay. There are basic concepts here. He says, You come out with royal attire. What's royal attire? That you are also connected to the rider and you're together with him in that action. So, Malchut, the royal, royalty is what we see in our reality? No, don't turn it around this way or that way. Just accept it as much as you can. Because afterwards he says, it's called the construction of the Shekhinah. What is it? 
That means that the connection between man and the Creator, as much as they are connected, that's called building the level of the Shekhinah. That the Shekhinah is between them, connecting them together. Thank you. Rav, what does it mean you have made me in behind and before? That, he says it means revelation and concealment of the face of the Creator. That's how he reveals himself towards me, and from this I get to know him. He is making a depiction of himself through posterior and the face, and then gradually I can reveal him. What is behind and what is before? He writes revelation and concealment. I guess the concealment is the back, and the face is a revelation. Revelation and concealment of what? Of the Creator, he says, of the Creator, towards the man attaining. And through revealing and concealing him for me, he creates me? He develops us. He reveals himself towards us. Yeah, that's all he does with us. He doesn't need anything but that. A bit of revelation, a bit of concealment, and according to that, we already wander around and come from state to state until we discover him. So what does it mean that we reveal him? What's required on our part? If he does everything in behind and before and revelation, consumed, what does he want from me? What do I need to do? Let's see. According to what we can see till now, that he put himself before us as revealing himself and concealing himself, and we through these states that they come one after the other, we start knowing him. How do we know one another? When I see before me just some image, nothing but that. But afterwards, he's revealed before me in all kinds of forms. And according to that, I get to know him. I come closer or distant. So, what is man's work in this campaign? To adhere to the Creator. What does it mean to adhere? That means to understand, to know, to agree, to come close to Him through all the states that the Creator shows me. And it can be states that are very unpleasant and not good, and I don't accept them and I don't want them, and I run away from them, but eventually I through face and back that he shows me, he depicts himself towards me. Can it be said that the relation of the German person perceives it as the bridle, the heads, and the headstall? It could be that the Creator uses that too. Or is the whole turn actually the horse and the Creator is the rider? 
is in face towards him. And the ten becomes the face of the creator? Or um, how? How is the ten basically the relation between the person and the creator? We have to organize the ten that it's supposedly in our hands, that we are... Establishing the tent as being with its face towards the Creator. Thank you. Yes, of you. You've made me in behind and before. Is this you have formed a form in me in behind and before? Right. Meaning you create in me your own form? What does he mean? No, it means to depict. Depict a, a form? Yes. And, and, bef- and, and before is revelation and behind is concealment? Yes. So the ten, as the friend said, is mainly for the phase of concealment? The ten is revelation and concealment. The ten has to help a person determine his connection, his constant, endless connection to the Creator. But when there is revelation, it seems like a person, the Creator is revealed, the Creator leads him. But when there is behind, then he... So a person supposedly doesn't want to be face-to-face with the Creator. He also can't. He cannot. He doesn't see. So the ten is like a mediator in, in the state of behind? Yes. What we want of our life is what we have to express in the group. Thank you. Beseder. Okay. Yeah. To understand the matter of... Uh, you can ask. I'm not uh, rushing in this. So, to understand the... Keeping the Creator's commandments. Let's say... Let's take something that exists between us. Let's say a friend behaves in a way that is very difficult for me to justify. It awakens anger in me, even hatred. Now, observing the commandment of the Creator means to justify the friend above what I feel. Is this correct, to look at it this way? First of all, you need to see in each and every friend the actions of the Creator. 
no matter as much as you like him or not. But first of all, that because that's right, that is the truth. Afterwards, you need to think, how can I organize my attitude correctly in a true, nice way towards all the friends, each and every one? And by that, I calibrate myself towards the Creator. It's like in musical instruments that we tune the notes. If you look at a corporeal horse, it's very clear for it what the rider wants from it. Um, it gets this uh, sting from it, so it knows where, where it needs to go. We, yeah. something happens to us. Now I have to be very intelligent, very smart to understand what the Creator wants for me to understand because of that situation. That, that's why you're a man and not a horse. But sometimes it's, you know, it's above reason, it's above what you feel. You get some feeling in your uh, egoistic inclination. Above it, you have to establish some relation that is on a higher level. That's about that you have to raise yourself above your reason. And if I don't do this whole process, I'm not observing the, the, the commandments of the Creator. So you remain a horse. A horse that is not listening to the rider. Right. Ken. Um, can we ask about the calibration toward the Creator that we just mentioned? Yeah, that's the group. Right, but if we take this allegory of the horse, before the horse, before the rider uh, jumps on the horse, it tames the horse, it, it feels it. I walk around in a place and I don't feel that there's a rider on me. When do I feel it? When I fall into some pit, when something happens, then I suddenly say, wow, there's actually a rider that I'm probably not listening to and this is why I ended up where I am. Yeah. How from that place do I do some work that will make me yearn, want, really want to know the writer and not search for a cure for what's bothering me right now. First of all, you're in the group. You have friends around you. You need to try and be adhered to them and through them adhere to the Creator. And the Creator is speaking to you through the ten. Yes, but when the feeling is such that they are already in some constant contact with Him for years, and you kind of look at them and uh, you don't have the access. There's no common sense they have it, but you can't develop the sense that they have. It's like you're years back, you're years behind. It could be, so. so. How to work for the Creator from, 
from that because okay so I adhere to them but I don't feel that in this adhesion there is any yearning for the creator any desire to really know that upper force but it's kind of um, trying to stay away from trouble that's also good that's good for now that's also good The horse, to begin with, only listens to the blows. Good attitude or bad attitude from his landlord. But not that he has any tendency of himself from it. Afterwards, when he starts knowing the host more, the landlord, he understands them, he feels them, he even... Even that he's a horse, he reads the landlord correctly and goes towards him. That's how it happens. On all the living degrees. And this um, inclination will come at some point to want to go toward the landlord and not be afraid of of the whip? He's not afraid anymore. He covers that with his relation towards the landlord. And also the landlord will change in according to that. Yep. Yep. Rav, if the group is our upper one, there's no doubt about it. That's something we can see and feel. And every so often, there's criticism towards friends in the tent. What's the right way to relate to such a thing? Each one in your tent, the Creator put him there. So that's the way you see the Creator in your tent right now. That's as a reflection. So what's a place for criticism towards the friend? Because there's a time that we can talk about the left. So what does that mean? How do I do it correctly? Let's say that. Correctly, you need to know before the ten as before the creator and in this way continue so there's no place for criticism in the ten towards a friend toward a specific friend perhaps but not toward the whole ten so how is it expressed towards a certain friend we heard somebody saying that he ate someone in his tent they're still not um, positioned correctly. I can't say how it happens. But over a certain period of time, if they advance, they don't work out of habit. Yeah, we're friends, that's the group, and we have uh, a ten. But if we are constantly drawn toward connection more and more meaningful and higher then there's no problem here okay yes
Sometimes we describe the connection between Creator and the created being as a partnership. Where here in this example of the horse and rider can you see a partnership? Or is it only in the last stage? Partnership is revealed in those times when they can know each other. When they have to rise to a higher level of connection, they stop being in connection and search what different connection they can be in. This is how they advance. It's as with us. That between two ascents, we have descents. Between the ascents, we have descents. This depiction of the ten as a rider, it's very confusing. The ten as a rider, because you don't always feel that the ten knows where they're leading you. They pull you in all kinds of directions. Okay, okay, just drop it. Just drop it. Yeah, it's okay. As long as you have connection between you and the Ten and the Creator. And whatever depiction you make, look, the depiction He gives us, we have it from the Torah. You have made me in behind and before. So, uh, we need to try to nevertheless bring ourselves to that form of connection. Okay? Yes. The choice in the horse and rider, it's not a coincidence. Balasulam chooses an example of a horse and a rider. Why? Because that's how it really is. It is how we are connected. And besides, this depiction is not only from Baal Sulam, it's from the Torah. The horse and rider, there's a lot of relationships there. The horse serves yeah. the rider. He... Correct. So what's the right relationship between the horse and rider that we have to reach? We are talking about the animate level, which can gradually rise to the speaking level and feel the rider, like a person feeling the rider. It's like the horse elevating itself to the degree of a human. In what? by wanting to observe all the commandments of the writer, and by this it gradually elevates itself to the level of the writer, to the level of the human being that's writing it. So by the horse wanting to keep the commandments of the writer, he's adhering to him? Yes. For now, as a servant. But by serving, it doesn't feel itself as a servant anymore because it has 
the same roles, let's put it this way, the same goals as the writer. Yes. His kingdom was controlling all and everything will return to the root. The difference is in present and future. What does that all mean? That there's no place vacant of him and the difference is in the present and the future. The creator is everywhere and he does all of his commandments in creation and man should only see how much he is adhered to him so what's preventing that is the present and future and if he's rewarded in connecting those words he discovers him in his clothing so where should man's work be concentrated with the face to the future or what's happening now in this present moment now in the present moment to achieve adhesion and likewise in every single moment that appears so what's the work towards the future then there won't be any future you will constantly be wanting to see the future in the present so that what you have right now is what needs to happen. So man draws the good future that he's depicting into the present? Yes. And not the opposite. Push the present into the future. No. He wants to do the future now. The Kabbalist only lives in the present. He doesn't have a future and past. No, there isn't any. Yes? It's written somewhere that a person will be born as a wild calf. Not even a horse with the brittle and head style. He's just like a wild horse. And then he's brought at some point to an environment. In the corporeal world, that wild horse goes through a process till you put the saddle on him, the head stall. What's a process a person has to go through that he's forced till he says I want it he comes to a 10 it took us time to understand that there's a 10 and that there's friends that are 10 or 15 years and even hear the word connection this process that there already is a brittle and headstock could be that he's advancing what can our work in the 10 bring a person to a state that he'll be a horse with the brittle and headstock. He needs to feel that his daily work in the ten connects him with the friends and the friends pressure him and bring him the knowledge of his place in the ten the knowledge of his goal with the ten and that this is how he sees his life 
has to agree to put the bridle and heads on him. He has to want, to want, because without it, he doesn't reach the goal. He cannot feel the rider. You understand? It's a lot more than what seems to us. It is also connected to um, incarnations. Why we, why we specifically meet, why we have such a connection, why the Creator set it up for us. It's not straightforward. We will learn it. Yes. I woke up this morning in my stable from a feeling that I'm a wild horse wandering around in this nature. Free and happy, can do whatever I want, and only my eyes are shut, and that's why I constantly fall, and the Creator is changing nature around, and I don't understand what's happening. So now I understand that I'm on an obstacle course, and that rider is leading me through that obstacle course. Of course, I have no choice where he's leading me to. This obstacle course exists. I'm not aware of it. And the only choice I have is that when we reach a certain obstacle, one kind or another, to decide if I or how I deal with that obstacle, whether I collect all the forces he gave me in order to jump above it, or do I just hit my head in the wall and just curse out this rider that took me through an obstacle and didn't open my eyes to see it. That's my choice. That's the work. Do you understand this obstacle course? No. The obstacle is that you still don't agree. It is not established in your heart that what the rider wants from you is correct. That even though, even before his command comes to you, you want it to happen. Understand? This is really, you have made me in behind and before. And from that moment that I accepted that I'm, the saddle's on me. Yes. And and I'm already in that obstacle course, and I reach a state where I say, I let go. I know, as we say, I say, lead me. I'll go wherever you take me. And if there'll be obstacles, I'll jump. Even if it's difficult, I'll cry from gratitude and happiness that you're giving me this opportunity to go through this obstacle. Yes. Complete annulment. Yes. We will do and we will hear. Yes. How can I feel the rider all day, constantly? If your goal is to adhere to him, it's not a problem. You are constantly willing to be under him. 
Sometimes he disappears for a few hours or a few minutes. So demand. That's it. How to obligate him to not disappear at least for a while? No, it's a sign you don't want it. So if I don't feel it, it's because I don't want it. Yes. So only to work on how to want it. How to constantly want to follow the writer's commandment. Yes. So to determine none else besides them should be a response for this current moment. A person determines none else besides them always on the present. Yes, I think so. How can it be otherwise? So what does his ability to determine analysis besides him depend on? What happens in me now, in my mind and heart, it all comes to me from above, from the Creator. That I understand, but the ability to determine to determine that point yes what does it depend on how can a person be in that it depends on the work of a person on how much he arranges himself so he is connected through the friends through common activities to what extent he wants to be serving the friends. By serving the friends, he can determine that there's none else besides him? It will influence in this way, yes. Clear, thank you. The Creator will relate to him this way. Yes. Banglit, Mr. Is it okay in English? For most of my life, I want to be guided by the Creator to discover how He wants me to go and interact with the world around me. He's so great that He put me in a tent. He put a saddle on my back. He put a a bit in my mouth, reins, and and I'm so happy about this. But I have this nature, this reflex that I'm constantly trying to spit out the bit and get this saddle off my back. Like, I just can't annul to this saddle and this bit. And and, uh, I ask every day, help me to be in every meeting, help me to follow every action. This tent is trying to help me to discover the the desire of the writer and how could it be that he doesn't he does you know and he keeps me asking and building my desire and oh but I just I just need to be at least part of this saddle of this to, through the saddle in the reins even if I don't feel the rider but just to feel the movement of the saddle in the reins and, and not fight against it and, uh, and and then sometimes I quit and give up I'm like it's impossible and it's like what the lesson is all about and, and 
I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. But I, I, but you know how, how to continue? How just not to constantly be a wild horse? No. Well, not long. Why do I answer him? Ken. Yes. I'm just envious of him. Ken. Okay. Yes. Yeah, he's got these qualities and insights that uh, are really that many people uh, lack. Ken. Yes. He says that the horse doesn't awaken at all, but only when he feels the bread on head stopped by his maker, and that's called face-to-face. Is there equivalence of form in face-to-face? There is equivalence of form in that the horse wants to be completely similar to the desire of its rider. So face to face means that there's a receiver and a giver. Yes. That both of them, each of them does its role to the fullest. Ken. Yes. I'd answer, first of all, that there's none else besides him, and he's the good that does good. The only thing he's lacking, that he needs to release and enjoy the process. And with your permission, I'd like to ask a question. We say that the horse, it'll take him time to be an equivalent of form and understand the rider, only through hints will he get to equivalence of form. So until you reach that, because there states that the horse goes and chooses little things. So my question is, what advice or signs there are so I know that I'm really in the right direction before I get that blow? Again? takes time until the horse learns the rider. Yes. How will the horse know that he's in the right direction? What advice or sign there is that he's aiming towards the intention of the Creator? They have a connection on the animate level. I'm trying to ask in my day-to-day, because I understand the clothing is on everything that happens to me, and I get confused, and I make mistakes, and I get the blow to see that I made a mistake. I'm asking if there's advice that I can go with, and it'll help me or promise me aim myself towards Him. Do you want 
It's you want some guarantee for the future? Advice. Let's say I have advice. I'm trying to keep my intention. Every moment, ask myself, am I in the right intention? That seems like good advice to me because if I don't do it for a while, I get a blow that brings me back. The question is if there's another like advice in such a way to be an equivalent of form or to advance correctly. I think that here we need to connect all of the essays we have on, on society and mutual help that can be in our society. And then we will succeed. Thank you. Ken. Yes. Women Hebrew 2. In our states, man reveals the Creator's action, and then you have to agree with them. Looking back, you have to agree with them. Is there a way a person can understand or even plan with the Creator a few steps ahead? No, a person cannot plan anything with the Creator. He can only uh, submit himself before the actions of the Creator. There was someone over here. No? No. Yes? About the relation to the ten, the work with the ten. We have a lot of relationships in the ten. What is the channel that brittle and headstall that towards that we really need to annul in the ten? Well, with respect to connection, that's obvious. Nothing else besides that, I think. What does it mean towards a connection? It means that no matter what forms of relationships we have right now, we should, we're still, we, we need, we're drawn toward connection. So we as a ten, we're drawn to connection. We do actions to get there. That's our action. But how can a person, how can I, the person, how am I activated by the ten? What is that channel that through it or towards it I need to annul in order to really be activated by the ten? I have a lot of different relationships in the tent with the friends. They are all purposeful in our work. Yes. Which one, which channel in the influence of the tent on me is the channel, the correct channel that through it I need to be activated? What should I annul towards? What is the point where I need to annul towards the tent? Do you understand what he's asking? Ken? Yes? Friend, through which future effort there will be the present of, in the present? But what connects me to the future and the present? Like what action of annulment? I think he's asked exactly what uh, what action in the ten do I need to focus on 
in order to connect and to know and there will be this uh, bridge yeah. this is uh, it is when we annul cancel the future and draw it into the present pull it into the present I don't think it's an easy answer but that's the way it is there was something on someone there Mali? Mali I don't know if it's a question, but he writes here, there's no place vacant of him. This is all of reality, so to speak. We cannot right now determine it. We were given a 10. And in another article, he says there is level 1 and level 2 we use to study how to relate to the king. Uh, yes, Mali. So that's our work, to build within the 10, to build this, there's not a place vacant of him, and then we'll be able to see it in all the reality. Is this a process? Uh, yes, that's the process. But how to do it, this we're still... Uh, so how to do it a lot of times I don't see the creator behind the friend and then like they were asking that's that's our work yes yeah last one a bit more about the present and future where is the past here why doesn't he speak about that he concentrates everything on present and future connect that because this is what's in front of you now and the present and the future. The past is past. But we have a lot of work with our past and our path. Also in the preparation today we read that the future of a person depends on his gratitude on the past. He writes an article, a whole article on Shamati on it. None else besides him is first of all to look back. Okay, it'll be, it'll become clearer. It will be come clearer. Yes, Gena. Agil. Question from a friend. Is the path towards that connection with him? by me scrutinizing my connection or demanding on the friend's connection to the Creator, that the friends will always be bringing the future to the present. The friends the friends are more ready for this, more acting toward it. No. No. Yeah. Yes. Today we have a great friend that is getting drafted into the army. Baruch Ratz is being drafted today. 
And we're all excited. The whole, it's an excitement for the whole Kli, so let's wish him luck. Today, he's going to the... Uh... Okay. No, So, in good time. Uh, may he become a high-ranking officer. Tov. All right. Uh, let's go home. We have a whole day in front of us. Announcements. So this Sunday, February 25th, there's going to be a world yeshivat chaverim, 6.30 to 7.30 on the Arvut system. There will be a physical gathering here in the building in Petach Tikva. Everyone's invited, men and women, 18 and up. That's this Sunday. Physically in the building and on the Arvut system. Men and women 18 and above. Today's schedule, at noon we have the lesson, 5.30, the study of the 10th Sirot, 7.30, the Zohar will end with a song. My dear friend, please take my hand and lead the way. And we'll rise and step together every day With your help I'll finally break this heavy heart of stone I can do this on my own Without you I feel alone В твоем сердце есть особая черта На любви к другому строится она И зовет меня раскрыть ее в тебе, мой друг Пробудить отдачи дух Насладить весь мир вокруг Gracias a la fuerza de nuestra plegaria Llegaremos a la paz